0: This is Downtown Podcast Episode 36. In this week's episode, we will be celebrating Miss Shondell Shand in our She Hustle. And the topics being discussed this episode is being progressive, the courage to change, Wi-Fi money, FX trade, and much, much more. About to go Downtown. Help. hey. Yeah. Downtown. You about to go? Good morning good afternoon good night and thank you for tuning in with me and welcome to another week's episode of downtown podcast don't waste no time with negativity this is episode number 36 and this week has just been a bit better a bit better than the week that i had last week um something about the holiday time I feel like people tend to just be a little bit nice more nice than the usual so um, I definitely try to eat fruit mind my business and just tread on and here we are so we're winding down to literally the last like snippet of the decade and of 2019 and it's kind of like anxiety filled when you're hearing the end of the decade and you're looking back at your life over the past 10 years but you know I personally am very happy with where I was at the beginning of the decade starting out going to college um not I think was I in my second year somewhere around there in college and you know just being a young impressionable woman um even though in post secondary schooling not completely sure of where you want to go but you know that it's somewhere in this vicinity and now at the end of the decade a huge skip and I own my own digital media company. So if no one wants to say it for you, sometimes you need to say it for yourself. Um, through that process, it has been amazing because you learn more who is for you than who is against you. You learn more behaviors that people that you thought maybe you and known them for your whole life and things like that you really learn like who is there for you and who is going to be there and stop with you when you need to tie your shoelace meanwhile the rest of the group goes on type of thing so I am very happy for myself I can say I'm very happy for where my decade is ending and I have a surprise for you guys for 2020, and as it gets closer, I might share a few more things, but I'm just super excited, and I am hoping that this will also make you guys happy and more understanding of the whole lifestyle of downtown world, and just not wasting any time with negativity that shit can cause ulcers it can cause panic attacks it can cause acne it can cause stress it can cause not fresh non so all of these things matter and I you just have to have a point in life where you stop and you're just like enough is enough enough is enough and I'm happy that my breaking point was the birth was simultaneously the birth of this and was started out as a venting tool for me on tumblr has now evolved so i'm just thankful and i'm hoping that through you reflecting in your time of like this decade and things that have maybe been going on that you Don't beat up yourself if you feel you're not completely where you want to be. No one ever is. I'm not completely where I want to be. And that's a great thing. The fact that you always want to elevate and improve in life. And don't beat up yourself. Take your time figure out you know what you want to do this week i have to go and get my 2020 planner i've been so behind on it and it's pissing me off because every time i'm like turning a page of my planner to do write what i need to write for january um and write what i write what i need for january then fucking like (laughs) i'm like oh yeah i need to go and get this planner so um Yeah, definitely get your things in order, get your life. Um, Those are little things that help me. You know, if you're a person that you feel like you just have a lot of pent up anger, energy, which is something else I really struggled with and I've improved tremendously and going to the gym. These are all things. So I will talk about, sorry, I will talk about more as We get closer and closer, as I said. But I just shared those couple of personal things just to let you know, it doesn't matter where people meet you in light like that. It doesn't matter. Like, you predict how your stuff is gonna go. If one person says no, then keep knocking on doors. Like, eventually another one will open. Hey, sometimes even a neighbor that heard you knocking on the door, they might have just not been minding their business but sometimes it helps you because they make a suggestion that can just continue to elevate you and carry you further in life so take it one day at a time one hour at a time one minute at a time one second at a time don't waste no time with negativity um so let me know again how your week has been um someone else had shared with me this week that you know they're having issues with like insomnia 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 and sleeping and I definitely been there and what I've learned is you have to do the work with yourself to figure out first of all what is going on like listen to your body as corny as it sounds and as well you must learn to quiet your mind regardless of where you are Sort of similar to when someone would say like, oh, you're tuning me out, like you're not hearing me, or someone would have selective hearing, but in a better way. Like, you need to learn to quiet your mind. I I started doing um, Gayam yoga. Right now, I've been really sucking and I haven't done it in a while, but I that's one of the promises I made to myself. I'm going to start back. But at the time when things were really at a peak, for me and I started doing like Gaiyam yoga and it really is more than just the physicality because you know I like to like set an ambience and put out my mat light my candle just have it dark and just bask in like doing the stretches and just I like to do the ones where they're also it's a full instruction so you're really just present in the moment and I found that really helped me because then in certain situations, you know, on top of as well, learning how to listen to your breathing and controlling your breathing, it just really helped me remind myself that, hey, this isn't like worth it. Talk shit with your best friend later. But moving on, I just want to remind everyone to please s- subscribe to our YouTube channel below if you're watching on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at DWNTWNWRLD, Downtown World. And let's get into She Hustle. So, welcome to the She Hustle segment, where I take the time to highlight ladies that have accomplished some outstanding things that everyone should hear as a source of motivation and inspiration to everyone. And today we celebrate none other than Sh- none other than Shandell, the author, forex trader, educator, and just the list goes on. Amazon bestseller, and you know. I have a special surprise for everyone today. We have Shondell with us. Hi, Shondell. Shondell. Hi. (laughs) I did it already. See?
1: (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Everyone does.
0: Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the Downtown Podcast this week. Don't waste no time with negativity. Mm -hmm. How are you doing?
1: I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate you reaching out. And, you know, the segment is perfect. She hustles. I'm all in for that. So thank you so much, Kay.
0: Well, thank you. And women like you inspire me every day, whether I'm low or high, to just be better. Um, I purposely, over time... um, especially with, like, running the blog and really just overstanding what, like, certain social media platforms are for. Mm-hmm. Just, like, curating my feed and my algorithm. So I get really happy when I stumble upon people like you, you mm-hmm. know, that are just, like, boss woman, Like, period. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So today, as we said, She hustle segment is all about, you know, women that have just gone above and beyond the norm and just gone for it period Mm -hmm. um what i would love to start with today is the fact of you um being a part of or a co-author of this amazon bestseller book courage Mm -hmm. to change yes could you speak a little bit or much on it
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, How I came about Courage to Change, um, honestly, it was a year in progress uh, and how I actually got connected to be a part of the project would have been about uh, a year previous to that. So it is just networking um, two years in a row. of just meeting people and meeting the right people. I had met somebody that was an author in Indigo uh, and chapters, and they were doing well for themselves. They're a coach and a mentor. And, you know, they gave me the opportunity a year later to be a part of a co-author project. So it was just an impression that I had made on somebody a year prior that they thought of me and they thought of my story and my hustle and reached out to me and knew that it would be an opportunity I would want to be a part of and handed it right to me. I took it on, obviously, saying yes real quick because everybody says they want to have a TV show Mm -hmm. about themselves or a book, right? They want Mm -hmm. to write a book one day. So it's not an opportunity that you really want to say no to. And even though I had a lot going on, it wasn't the right time to commit to it. Uh, So I felt at the time I still did. And I have no regrets, obviously, because I can never imagine that it would have went best-selling or any of that you know i was just writing a chapter in a book with 11 other authors and just with the right people behind it and the right editors and everything and uh, just really great intentions uh and i guess a lot of really great stories in that book uh, with the 12 authors uh that it went best-selling on amazon so i'm grateful for that opportunity and experience
0: that is just amazing like 11 authors on one project to be honest um as much as I like read, I never really heard about that type of like a book as a p- apart from like a textbook or something. So it was a very interesting concept to me, and I just love to dig dig a little bit deeper. You know, courage yeah. to change. When I hear things like that, you know, for me, I think so many things like the courage mm-hmm. to change, but most importantly, I would say to me, I would think like the courage to change that all starts from like within in your mental space and Mm -hmm. whatever season or time you are at your life there and then then like you're you should allow Mm -hmm. yourself and let the energies and everything just guide you to yes follow that which is the courage to change and Mm -hmm. you spoke on a lot of deep experiences Mm -hmm. within this book could you please like just even like regurgitating those emotions what was that like for you yeah well I mean just for anybody that's looking to
1: author a book I can say especially if it's one really personal uh writing is definitely going to be a difficult experience the just the emotions that happen as you're writing um are Unforgettable because it's it's almost healing, right? Uh, so as you're writing, you're getting out real personal stories. Uh, mine being a young girl that has battled the legal system, always found myself around uh, the round cr- the wrong crowd. Uh, that's what I took a liking to, and I just always put myself in really bad positions until uh, you know I finally was. Uh, free of all of my uh, charges at one point at about 23 years old. So between 21 to 23, 24, I was living with a lot of restrictions uh, when I was running with more of a street crowd and not focused on business and not focused on personal development, and not putting myself around the right people uh, to put me in a position to win. And as soon as you know, I got my story out, I was free to go. Um, you know, the judge believed me, and all sorts of things that you know do unfold in my chapter actually. Um, that actually allowed me to obviously live very freely after that and very confidently knowing that what I had in front of me, which was my freedom and my health. So I took that literally, uh, literally in my hands and ran with it and never looked back in that sense. So when it comes to business and my freedom and my health, I don't take it for granted and hit the pavement running. And the emotions that I can remember as I, as I felt that it's really empowering now to look back mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, it's, it's written in words, it's set in stone. I tell my story how it is and uh, you know, unapologetically to be able to help other women out, other people out yeah. that, that, you know, are going to read it and just be able to hit the pavement like I did and not feel sorry for themselves and just be able to rise and be a victor.
0: Yes, be a victor. And it's such a, like, just to see you now, we're seeing you (laughs) in your butterfly, I guess, stages. And no one knew you or supported you. I'm sure there were lots of times that you felt in your caterpillar stages that, like, if you're even going to make it, (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. you know
0: i've definitely shared those experiences of just like with the law and like surrounding situations and myself included so i definitely like more than understand how like some situations can definitely after you make it out when you didn't think that was the case you definitely look at things a lot differently and as you should and um one thing that i Mm -hmm. do recall in certain situations is like there's always that moment Mm -hmm. where you kind of make this promise to the Mm -hmm. universe to say Mm -hmm. like, yo, if I get out of this, Mm -hmm. like this, this, this is fill in where you may. And I'm sure. And I had that promise. (laughs) And I'm sure people listening, they're nodding their head right now because if you've been through that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I feel like your thing was like you're going to fix up Mm -hmm. in a certain area of your life because you mentioned always being attracted to the wrong people. I would word it differently because I feel like how could we know what's really wrong or right at certain ages? But just to dig into that deeper with you, I would love to ask you as that if you could remember Mm -hmm. that young lady back then, like what do you think made you draw to I guess others rather than who society would rather
1: yeah and it's it's not so much like who society would rather it's more of who I would rather like what I value in friendship like what Mm. I value in relationships like outside of friendship you know like with my partner and family members and just any mentors as well, you know, the, just the, the values, like I don't think I had looked into what I value and what I truly believed in. Um, you know, as a young lady, I didn't really dig deep within myself to know who I truly felt like I needed to be around Do what they were doing. And I can kind of duplicate that and really see people as role models and things like that. So I wasn't really looking for role models, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, didn't really have a lot of that around me so it was the wrong crowd in the sense of I wasn't searching within myself therefore I was in the wrong crowd so it's not necessarily the wrong people it's just that I hadn't done enough personal development or enough homework on myself to know how I was feeling as at 18 and at 19 and at 20 as I was developing as a young lady knowing Okay, I don't want to go this route. I want to go another route. I don't like that lifestyle. I like the lifestyle uh, over here on mm-hmm. the right side, right? So mm-hmm. it's really just figuring out what what's really meant for you. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is obviously, as you said, to put yourself around people that, you know, as I said, quote unquote, the wrong people or the wrong crowd. But when I, when I said that, it's really just more so doing the things that you don't necessarily see yourself doing five and ten years from now you know it's more of in the moment things just because other people are doing it and you're around and you're just saying yes 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 to that when you really just need to be like no 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 so you could go in a different direction see other places new experiences new people
0: what would you say if you can remember time what would you what would you say was your point of realization of like that I kind of call it like an outer body experience not fully so people don't get scared but like mm-hmm. in the sense of like okay for me growing up at a certain age because I definitely realized that I was way more mature than people around my age group I'm still under 30 but people around in my age group and like I can never really be around them and then there was a certain point where I, I felt I could understand mentally how to look at myself while in a situation outside of like you know being in it and all the mm-hmm. other players and i'm like it's kind of like when a person says they get upset and they're like don't take me to that place like don't make me like get to that point because i know that once i mm-hmm. get to that point like it's all blank from there like mm-hmm. that that type of point of realization like what would you say that point once for you as a young lady
1: mm mm-hmm. to, to, like, want to change and basically be fed up.
0: Yeah, or, sense. like, realize that it's not to say what you were doing was wrong, but you know that if you continue, like, how you were explaining to mm-hmm. say no, no, no to certain things. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. entirely. Uh, for me, I have... Actually, it's written in my book as well. I give a lot of credit to my defense lawyer, actually. She uh, was a young woman half my size. I mean, I'm five, nine, she's about five foot, nothing. And uh, she's spicy as ever. And just one of those women that uh, weren't, weren't putting up with any little bit of attitude I had, even though, you know, I met her about a year and a half into my case, my case was about three years. So um, with that being said, you know, we had to get to know each other. And she immediately was like, I don't know if you've changed 360, but you need to change 360 plus because you deserve better for yourself. And I see a lot more in you than you could ever believe for yourself right now. But you need to smarten up. And, uh, you know, in that moment, I believed her. And that's when I started. Uh, to look for resources to kind of receive help with like women's support groups and counseling. Mm. And, um, you know, even though after that, I still had, uh, you know, struggles and uh, difficulty with, you know, I'm going to give a little trigger warning here for your audience, you know, with little like suicidal, uh, excuse me, don't mean to say little, but suicidal, um, suicidal habits and just moments where you're really feeling like throwing in the towel and, Uh, Even though she had given me such great support and I had actually built a business in the meantime of all this and received the support and stuff like that, it still was it was still a difficult time with the reality that I was facing. Right. So there was moments where I just had to keep on thinking back to her, actually, Uh, even though, you know, a lot of people think like I have a great relationship with my mom and everything and uh, my some of my family members and a lot of people will think that you would think about, you know, your mom or your dad or your brother, or your sister, somebody a little bit more closer to you than a stranger. That's a defense lawyer. But uh, it was just I seen myself in her because she was a professional. Uh, she demanded respect and power when she walked in a room and she was intelligent. She spoke well. And that's how I seen myself, because as I'm speaking to you on this call a couple years ago I wasn't speaking as um, eloquent as I can now and I I have always been able to speak like this but it was just the environment that I was in I spoke a lot more street, and with her um, with her energy around me it made me believe a lot more in myself and you know obviously she has a copy of my book in her hand and just those moments is what makes me proud that you know that moment where i didn't give up and i remember her in those moments when i wanted to give up and stuff like that where she just provided me with support lines it's like it's just one phone call away and they'll don't give up right now there's somebody that will support you you know she gave you this whole list yeah make the call that's uh the moments that i hold on to to kind of say you know people believe in you more than you believe in yourself and definitely. run with it don't give up
0: definitely um <laughs> wow you just so beautiful thank you now to other young women out there you know you i know that you work in terms of mentoring over hundreds Mm -hmm. of individuals and what obviously people can say oh yeah well i went through this so i decided that i wanted to dot 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 but what really led you to or why mentorship hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, great question. And it's amazing because mentorship wasn't something that I was accustomed to uh, growing up or, you know, coming out of uh, high school or going into university for the first year that I tried it, um, but wasn't for me. Uh, but I feel as if young people and young women in particular were to discover what a mentor is fairly early in the game of you know adulthood they would uh, have a better result in terms of just their emotional intelligence and the way they feel about themselves in terms of confidence and stuff and the way they value themselves so me seeing myself as a mentor and now how I fell into it uh, actually would have been from volunteering at that same woman's organization uh, that I once actually called for support so it stumbled on from me getting support to me now being a volunteer to me then working for the agency uh, to me then going off to public speak uh, for that agency. And they put me on to speaking for United Way uh, to then obviously branching off and working a little bit more on my own and Ah, uh, independently uh, mentoring more women as I realize, like people are willing to listen to me. What I have to say is valuable. My experiences are valuable. Yeah. And then being so willing to learn new skills, uh, I'm constantly able to teach, especially millennials right now skills about how to make money off of their phone and how to monetize their Instagram and how to make residual income from producing a book and how to get better at public speaking because everybody uh, in 2020 now has these amazing stories, these amazing uh, uh, inventions and um, apps and podcasts and YouTubes, like everybody is a speaker basically right about now even if they don't realize and a lot of people are educators right now even if they don't realize right and that's the generation we live in so uh, to be able to remind people that they can make an income multiple streams of income that way uh, and live with their talents then I'm all for it to help coach them to do it and remind them as long as they uh, you know see have similar values as me and they can see me actually authentically and genuinely helping them uh, then I'm I'm all for it but I'm not down for the you know I'm an online coach an online mentor here's my free ebook vibe yeah, I mean yeah. you know not to knock anybody but definitely like the realness and the That's authenticity not the of having yeah. somebody to really benefit from interacting with me because you know Everybody is not for everybody, right? So yes. um, I love to be really personal with who I work with, um, even though I have hundreds at this point. But uh, yeah, it's a great experience to be able to just at least be able to get somebody out of a hole that I was once in or not have yes. them fall
2: in it.
0: <laughs> now, if someone wanted to get in contact with you, um, I know your Instagram is at inspiredbyshandell. Yes um so people can contact are you comfortable with dms or like what is the best way if someone wanted to say you know what i really love what i'm hearing this really Mm -hmm. sounds like someone that can understand me and won't judge me what is the best way for them to get in contact with you
1: Yes. So, I mean, I do a lot of in-person events. I know you've seen the vision board event that we did recently. That was the two-time vision board event. Yes. Uh, we have a I I Am Women's event coming up. It's actually open to men and women and everybody uh, who doesn't identify. Uh, so everybody is welcome uh, it is led by women. So as long as you're progressive and you're okay with being led by women, you can come see me in person on December 14th. Yeah. Uh, the link is actually in my bio of that Instagram, uh, but I'm okay with DMS. I love to interact on my
0: Instagram. I answer DMS. Uh, it's
1: a lot of fun. I love my <laughs> audience, my followers. They're yeah. more like my family. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. And, um, I want to circle back now that everyone knows how to get in contact with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to circle back to um, words. Would you ever tell a client, you know what, based on dot dot dot, I really don't like feel like this field is for you. Yeah,
1: well, I think that is an honest, uh, honest conversation to have. You know. Sometimes people may not be in the right place in their life to actually receive mentorship from you. And I mean, when I say that, I can say sometimes I have conversations with people that, you know, are are mothers and students and they want to achieve a better lifestyle for themselves, you know, for themselves, for their family. They have a much bigger why. And those are the type of people I like to work with. The people that are hungry, they have a reason to go after what it is that they want. But then when I speak to some people, some people want, you know, Balenciagas and yeah. other name brands that yeah. I can't pronounce.
0: Yeah.
1: And to be honest, that's not my passion is to help you get Balenciagas. Yeah. So I can't help you with that yeah. as much as I can. For sure. I may not spend all my time there. You know, I'll plug you in. But I might
0: not spend all my time there. Not all fast money's good money. We both exactly.
1: Okay. So (laughs) really so I'm not trying to support that. Um not not where I am in life. Um, you know, there's there's other ways for them to get their name yeah. brand and they're this not like not that i'm against name brand like uh, luxury is luxury let's let's it just kind of let me know where you but. are
0: mentally at life though it helps yeah me to run the audit.
1: exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. i i know where to go what direction we're headed in you know yeah. what i mean then yeah th- yeah exactly so I definitely I don't normally turn people away I generally attract people that are looking for a positive change in life and they want to learn a new skill to produce incomes off of their phone however they need to learn they're willing those are the type of people I like to work with
0: okay I love that now a little bit um towards the culture recently um one of my favorite uh, shows that I love to watch and I feel like it's so important for the um, black and urban community is mm-hmm. Red Table Talk with um, yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. her mother, and you know just whether it's three or four generations of a family yeah. sitting at one table, right? Beautiful. Um, and from people that I can respect hearing what they have to say because I've literally grown up investing in these people's careers right Mm -hmm. okay yeah so recently they had on ti and tiny um okay i love the couple i'm not sure are you familiar with the couple i'm
1: familiar with the couple i didn't catch the episode though
0: i love the couple um it was split into two parts first was of course talking about this recent um conversation surrounding families and how do they deal with Children's sexuality, etc. Mm-hmm. More specifically, with his daughter, etc. I'm sure you've seen it circulating on social media. I swear to you that I haven't. I was just wow. about to say,
2: um,
1: yeah, what's going on with his daughter? I'm well, let's to get into it. You know, yeah. here at
0: downtown, don't waste no time with negativity.
1: Yes, uh, We
0: love uh, a mantra of ours is eat fruit and mind your business. What I love to mm-hmm. encourage is what we do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm going to speed you up on some things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. let me know, sis. <laughs> in the most respectful way that I can, because, yeah, as I said, it. Okay. I'm just it out. Right, yeah,
1: laid out, laid out. We so, <laughs> um,
0: recently, well, not so recently, but Ti was on a podcast show. Follow the train here. He was on a podcast show of Miguel's fiance and another lady. They have a um, podcast together, and on that podcast, they were getting into some things, speaking on you know bantering back and forth, and then the topic kind of came up of like. And somehow T.I. reacted in the sense of like he goes with his daughter to the doctor to just ensure that her hymen is still in in check for the base of it. Okay. So social media Mm -hmm. took like a whole world spin of it because you know they can hear like 30 seconds, 40. I'm not defending Mm -hmm. anyone, nor am I Mm -hmm. bashing anyone in this whole situation but i just want to like give you how the facts old is it. his daughter so here's the thing right part of it was that social media went crazy Not that that's a valid question no but. which is a fair question that's why i wanted to like set the blueprint of for you because social media took it to a whole atmosphere without these questions being answered so you can only <laughs> imagine how crazy yeah. and outlandish things were getting on the internet memes you say it all now um through red table talk we came to learn that ti finally got to i guess he decided to finally open up against his daughter's will because at first she wanted him to just not say anything and ignore it because people were heavily bashing him Mm -hmm. um but he decided to go on to red table talk explain himself and basically he said she was about you know 15 like under 18 Mm-hmm. But I guess a part of their home rules is he wanted to ensure, you know, his daughter was not out there having sex and he wasn't physically going into the like office mm-hmm. with her, but he was in the the, the, the office, like into the, why am mm-hmm. I using my words? into the actual room with the doctor he did not go but the office he was there kind of thing mm-hmm. um he underst- he explained that he overstands the fact that you know this doesn't mean that if her hymen is broken that she's not a virgin anymore but he emphasized the fact that like she hasn't done no horseback riding etc cetera, etc cetera. so it shouldn't be an issue now <laughs> now <laughs> okay yeah so you can imagine the conversations around that but Uh but don't downtown don't waste no time with negativity i loved that this happened Uh because up to today i've never even had a conversation with my mother about sex yeah (laughs) so do you understand how major like i hate the way obviously the things they've probably had to go through personally as a family but Being able now to have, even though it's with the world, we're able to finally have these conversations as like Mm -hmm. families that a lot of people have not. So that was my kind of perspective on it, but to each their own. Mm -hmm. Now, the second part, which is what I kind of more wanted to focus on of the Red Table Talk, was they were getting into the things of their marriage and really into the nitty gritty and really having that conversation. And um, a part of it that came up was, oh, oh, I'm so upset because now I've lost why I initially... Wanted to bring it up. But it'll probably come back to me. But basically no in the second part of it, um, they're t- speaking on the allegations. And, um, oh, yes. T.I. through their conversation and banter, he brought up the point to say part of the reason why like women aren't, don't quote me, but women aren't like in should be leading or like women have the right to like, you know, be in... M- Majority mm-hmm. of decisions is because, like, we change our minds often. Whereas men stand firm and they don't allow emotions to rule their decisions as frequent, frequently as women do. Mm-hmm. And I realized that you had said if men are or people are okay with progressive as to women being in charge of your event. So mm-hmm already I'm seeing this is a conversation that also needs to be had. And what is your take on those type of things?
1: Yeah. So
0: I know very, it's a lot. It's, a lot. Very,
1: it's all good. It's all good. I'm still, I'm still following. Um, when it comes to uh, the conversation about, you know, women being emotional in business and not being able to mm-hmm. stand by a decision and, you know, uh flip-flopping I guess you could say mm-hmm. um ti has he ti knows what he wants to say he just doesn't know how to say it like mm-hmm. in every part of all of these conversations Expeditiously. you know what I mean? I, and I yeah and I think that's just the southern in him and mm-hmm. the old school in him not mm-hmm. that I'm defending him I'm just saying
0: the patriotic that, mindset. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. ti is T.I. over there in his yeah. corner, let him be T.I. Whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to women um, being emotional in business, it's true. It's a- inevitable. Um, yeah. I think the women that the women in business that spend more time uh, studying emotional intelligence and actually. Being firm in making decisions. Yeah, uh, exactly that they get ahead uh, because those things are true in terms of making decisions. Um, men are more quickly to say yes, I find, than women. Yeah. Um, I feel like women have that risk factor that they are really, uh, you know, sh- they they shy away from opportunity because of that risk factor. Yeah. Um, not to say that women are timid in 2020, but there is that. I don't know if I have to do that. I can just go do something more regular yeah. versus men have that factor of wanting to attack very sharky and, yeah. you know, shark tank vibes, right? Yeah. But I think it's all possible. And as I was saying, you know, men were are invited to our event and everyone's invited to our event as long as they're okay with it, led by women. And the reason we emphasize that is because... Although it's a flyer with all women, and of course it's going to be led by women, we want the emphasis of that so that it continues to happen, yeah. and that um, because there's a lot of women empowerment events, but they don't include men, and mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that as well. Um, and, you know, partially because I want to cater to everybody else, all the women that want to just get together with women. But I mean, if I've had my choice this whole time, honestly, I would include men because they do need to be a part of the conversation and hear our point of view, because it's oftentimes we go to seminars where it's going to be men speaking and they're not saying it's a men's event. They're saying it's a a, a seminar. It just so happens that they're in the forefront. Right. So I think by having events like this, where, Uh, it's known that women are are leading it they're going to be in the forefront it gives an opportunity for those seminars where it is mostly men hopefully from this they'll pick one or two or three women where it's like hey i would love for you to speak at my conference and then now we have at least one woman leading at another conference that would have potentially been all men just based off the exposure of there's women at this event men are invited so come pick us out pay us the big bucks
0: yeah yeah (laughs) I agree. I agree. And as well, it's, it's, I find like as bad as it sounds, but I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. Yeah. If I walk into, for example, an interview, if I see a man versus a woman interviewing me, I'll feel more comfortable if it's the man. Mm-hmm.
2: And mm-hmm. not because it's true. I'm
0: using sexuality but even how you've touched on the topic of like with the seminars and like men you're right they don't usually say it's a men only because you would definitely hear about it Mm -hmm. i i could see that happening but i find like to a certain extent, because even when i had when I had the live show a couple of months ago for the podcast, you have to word things in a in a sense of course it's marketing, but you have to word mm-hmm. things in a sense to let the woman know that it's a safe space
1: mhm exactly
0: Where exactly men, you just send the invite, and it's that women, I feel like there's all these not for all
1: of course Almost insecurities
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: of not wanting to walk in a room that is going to have everybody from all different yeah. walks of life and stuff like that so yeah i think it's important to include the men and um everybody and just make it progressive that way and more forward than restricting it to just uh, all women
0: and what is another way you would say, Chantal? that like as women, how do we continue to lead and elevate as entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm.
1: Don't ask for permission. Yeah. Don't ask for permission. Find that a lot of people are waiting for permission to step off the sidelines. Yeah. And as much as it is as much as it is great to celebrate others, um, it's much better. Ha, you know seeing the zeros add up in your bank account seeing the impact uh, whatever solution you're solving for other people that's that's where the reward comes in life and you'll start seeing once your impact goes up your income goes up so don't wait for permission to start impacting people however it is that you do that
0: yeah definitely I agree um, so what is it we've talked about courage to change your beautiful co-authored um amazon bestseller book everyone be sure to support and as well, what else do you do? You mentor, you've authored, if that's a word and <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that right now, uh, formally, I had an Airbnb cleaning company. That was my baby, my best br- I didn't even butter. know that.
0: Yeah. That I thought we were going to
1: get into the FX. I didn't even know <laughs> no that. No one knows that. I don't even brand See that anymore. See what happens when so. you eating
0: fruit, minding your business. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, right? girl.
0: Let's yeah, get that into that. I one. love that. Yes,
1: yeah, it was great. Uh, that was my baby um my first business that i got into uh was the airbnb cleaning company it mm-hmm. literally just started from me helping a friend uh that needed me to help clean and they were offering me and like a 100 bucks just so went like, all off. Right. Yeah. yeah they kind of had to turn it on for me a little bit because mm-hmm. i wasn't really cluing in because i never really thought about running my own business before yes and so it was completely foreign but uh they told me all i had to do was Find somebody to clean their yeah, house, yeah. and I'm like, that makes sense, right? Go on Kijiji, found somebody to clean for, then turned it into a whole business, got agents, and then turned it into uh, Target Airbnbs because at the time it would have been in about 2014, 2013. So uh Airbnbs were booming and still are. They still are. Yeah, still um, are. yeah I, I actually need to go away a couple stocks over in, there. And, yeah, <laughs> I actually just. Walked away from it in January, in February, um, as I actually became more confident in trading Forex and crypto and just took off uh, from my company, sold it and just traveled the world speaking, educating, mentoring now and uh, trading from my phone. Okay. That's the vibe right now. (laughs) Wow. Would you ever go back
0: to running your baby?
1: Uh, Yeah, actually, I always think about it, uh, just because it's, it's
0: very lucrative. Um, Is it time consuming?
1: It is time consuming. Um, Even though I, you know, moved from being self employed, uh, cleaning myself to employing some people, it still was, uh, my time was um, too much of my time was going there too much of my time that I didn't. Obviously, I don't like to introduce myself as hi, I'm Shandell with an Airbnb cleaning company. It just didn't. Roll off the tongue yeah you know yeah yeah, I feel and that was always a problem for me so um it was okay it it taught me all that I know
0: that showed you that like your level you've completed that level Mm -hmm. and it was time to go to the next one nothing wrong with that
1: yeah it's okay to walk away from some things to move on to uh, bigger and better things
0: definitely as long as you're all in with that definitely and you were fully trained ready to go (laughs) <laughs> yep,
1: yep. So, you know, I was confused why I had an Airbnb cleaning company at what well, at certain points, but yeah. now I realize that those skills I was developing actually helped For me in building this business when yeah. it comes to supporting lots of traders and
2: lots
0: of millennials in every every category of their life. Yeah. so let's get into it. Trading. And you are avidly in the Forex Trader community. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you... I'm not even gonna lie, girl. <laughs> if I get one more DM,
1: yeah, <laughs> forex
0: trader, say you <laughs> gonna change my life. Or say hello, username insert here. Okay.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, but all of them make it so much easier for me. So
0: right. So <laughs> and to be honest, if it makes you feel b- better, that the only reason why that was one of the first things i learned about you is because you put it there if not i love that it wasn't just like in my face you come off more humanistic than like those like bots that i feel like they're running yeah for sure but dumb it down for me for those listening you know Mm -hmm. my audience is broad we have people in bermuda people all places of the world what is forex forex trading Cool. Well,
1: I'm glad that you mentioned that you have people all over the world because that is forex trading in a nutshell. Forex actually stands for foreign exchange. So foreign Mm -hmm. exchange currencies, you know, when it comes to foreign exchange currencies, the simple way to put it is U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar, and then everything. Mm -hmm. Right. When it comes to things like Bitcoin, that's the most popular cryptocurrency that everybody is familiar with. Yeah. It's an internet currency. So it's a real currency. It's just not backed by the bank or anything. No US dollar, Canadian dollar is backed by the bank. So Forex for dummies 101 is you've probably participated in the foreign exchange market. You just haven't really realized or benefited from it. Uh, If you have money in a bank, your money is being traded in the foreign exchange
0: market. Whether you want to or not.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you signed that contract, you know what I mean? So that uh, your money is being traded for, you might as well get your piece of the pie just by sticking a fork in it, you know what I mean? And learn the skill that the banks are using to trade your money. Yeah. So it's just a skill where you're able to now grow your money in your pocket on your smartphone as long as you have Wi-Fi and you can do it anywhere in the world. Now, a majority of people are actually unsuccessful with forex trading. Yes. Completely valid statement oftentimes it's the mentorship it's the resources it's the lack of effort and wanting to blame somebody else but the amount of people that i know in my community that are beneficial and uh, have progressed in the forex world they're not complaining but definitely there's a lot of people i can imagine have lost a lot of money in forex
0: definitely but isn't that the risk you take in entering that world
1: yeah, so great great question, great um, you know, comment. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to Forex, wherever there's uh trading, there is risk. Wherever yeah. there's risk, there's potential loss. So with trading, there's a potential loss. Uh, I would never tell somebody with their last dollar to throw it in the financial market. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you generally um and then with the with the Forex um it's not so much you have to be willing to lose everything that you put up. Uh, With cryptocurrencies, a lot of people do say, whatever you invest into Bitcoin, uh, do be willing to lose that. If anybody on your audience is listening to that, uh, that's just something I've heard a lot of experts say. It's not to be fearful of investing into Bitcoin. It's just a reality of the uh, investment of Bitcoin, right? Because we're still unsure of what exactly it's going to do in the future. We just know that it's been increasing its value since the get-go. So as much as people shy away from Bitcoin, it's a very much so a reality. And it's just a matter of uh, our currencies actually changing. I mean, as once we had a bartering system where you trade a goat for a fruit, right. And then you had gold and then you had bills and now we have, uh, cryptocurrencies, right. And even the same way we have, uh, debit cards and visa cards, right. Just different ways we're evolving. And, you know, if i could share uh i was actually at a bitcoin atm which are all around the yeah, world they're
0: getting more popular now yeah mm-hmm. you
1: can literally google bitcoin atm and find one and i was withdrawing from a bitcoin atm and there was an older gentleman re- withdrawing from a regular atm and he's looking at me on the bitcoin atm like what's that over there you know and <laughs> i'm looking at him at the old school atm and he's like really inquisitive even though he's like 75 yeah. years old he's just like what's going on with this, these machines? What is Bitcoin? You know, the 75 year old man being like, I'm still using the old ATM. Yeah. What's this ATM do? Yeah. How do you get money out of this? Where did you just put the money? Wait, where's the money? You know? Yeah. I mean?
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrapping their so, mind around that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting. Even he was pretty open to just hearing about what it is, you know? So. Um, definitely just new, new, new age money, new age currency, foreign exchange is for everyone. I mean, if you've traveled and you've exchanged your currency before uh, from us dollar to Canadian dollar, you may have lost or gained money depending on the day. Yeah. So as it fluctuates, it goes up and down. We actually earn money off of that fluctuation in the currency as it buys and as it sells. So that's just it going up and down all day. We just put a few numbers into our phone and few little skills in between we teach you and make it happen but it's definitely not rocket science I've seen 16 year olds do it to you know people that are like I don't even know the oldest person I've seen do it but yeah. they're old sis like it just takes people that time I don't even know how they have an iPhone you know what I mean and know how to use it because like I think back to like you know my mom and my dad they're not the greatest with phones and mm-hmm. I like look at sometimes some like 60 70 you know year olds willing to trade i'm like i don't know how you know how to work that iphone that well but (laughs) kudos
0: so what are the attributes of a successful or candidate for you
1: oh to be able to work with me yes yes uh so I prefer somebody that is willing to give it a shot for at least three to six months, if not 12 months, Uh, because a lot of people are looking to make a million dollars in 30 days. And I am not that person sliding in your DM offering you a million dollars in 30 days or six figures in 90 days and all these different uh, things that you may see online. What I definitely guarantee people is progress. And if that person is, the only thing we control is our effort. And if that person is giving me 100% effort, I mean, we may spend as much time as they give me on the phone in order for me to speed up the results in this. Whereas some people may go on YouTube and it will take them forever to put the pieces of the puzzle together, right? So the more, if you're a person that wants to show up for yourself, oh that's my type of person I love that because I can only give as much I can't want it more than somebody else wants it right
0: exactly so
1: qualifications is just a hungry individual that takes their life seriously or wants to start taking their life seriously and just put themselves and other people in a position to win
0: beautiful and Let's tie that in with Wi-Fi money. You speak on Wi-Fi money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Explain that to
1: our listeners. Yeah, Wi-Fi money. So uh, at first when I started typing out Wi-Fi money on my social media and whatnot, it was more about uh, Forex money and crypto money. Um, And in that process of me gaining those incomes, that's when my book came out. And then I had that income come in and uh all of this is online so i never actually have to trade my time for money and then um also with that being said there's my residual income as well so i actually receive a residual income for helping as many people as i have helped in uh, canada and internationally so uh, aside from um my trading income I also receive uh, compensation from the company for the support that I give out and a lot of the events that I put on for uh, the GTA, mostly in the greater Toronto area and some in Montreal. Uh, So I actually have multiple streams of income uh, coming in off of online and it's all Wi-Fi money, right? Like it's all Mm e-transfers, PayPal, uh, withdrawals from trading accounts, right? And um, a part of that too is, I mean, I don't have a million and one followers on Instagram, but because of my engagement and my quality of followers, my quality of posts, um, certain brands will reach out to me to, you know, post a little ad or whatnot, you know, um, and they'll compensate you with Amazon gift cards and 75 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, just these different things, Mm -hmm. right? And It's actually funny, uh, half the time when I do receive these compensations, I actually reinvest back into my Instagram so that more Mm -hmm. brands and people reach out. So it's not me even pocketing some of the money. It's me reinvesting it back into, okay, now do I need to go get one of those ring lights? Girl, I got me one of those ring lights, you know, with some of the (laughs) compensation, you know? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't have seen myself getting a one of those ring lights uh, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. I was never a person that wants to be on social media. Yeah. None of this, these things. It's just as it's as it's progressing and things are going. I'm developing more skills and getting more ring lights and things that you know Instagrammy people yeah, need.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally
1: understand. <laughs>
0: Hey, but it's all a part of the tools and the resources that we need to add value to what yeah. we're already offering. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's okay. It's what annoys mm-hmm. me is the people that have no nothing to contribute and they have all the resources <laughs> yeah. and the tools and I'm doing damn near nothing with it. Mama you yeah. buy my business. You yeah. know, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you know, so it's definitely about upping your value as i was listening to something the other day and it was so true where the person was like they hear like their first episodes of like when they started and i feel the same way about downtown three years ago when i look about look at like where things were and i'm like uh like delete 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 but Mm -hmm. no because at the same time it shows if i'm able to look back at that and be like that disgusts me then that's that's a good sign because it shows elevation it shows, you know, progress. Mm-hmm. It shows my courage to change. Yes, Just all of these things, right? So mm-hmm. that is also what She Hustle is about. And I would love to know, Chandelle, if you could if you could you've you've given a lot to everyone, but if there's Thanks. something else that you could really say to another young person or entrepreneur that's stuck right now something to help them or you feel like they need to hear? What is something that you would share with us today on downtown podcast? Mm-hmm. Well, one
1: thing I could share, and this is going to be very authentic and uh, personal to me that, you know, they probably won't be able to hear anywhere else, but from myself. So I might as well share it. Um, for me, my biggest motivation was my reality as I was actually free to go, no trouble anymore, Shadelle can go off and do whatever she wants and live whatever life she wants, no restrictions. Uh, A reality of mine is if I was not free to go within that day, I actually would have spent two years in jail. Mm -hmm. So now the two years that I would have spent in jail, knowing that I was now free, I used that two years as a thought always constant in my mind of, you have to do something with this time or else you would have been better off in jail, right? Like, yeah. or, you know, you have to do something with this time. You need something at the end of the two years. I didn't need a million dollars. I didn't need a big house, a fancy car. I just needed to know, as you were talking about value, I needed to add so much value to my life, to others' lives, to yeah. my business, to just the value, my legacy. Yeah. That I had two years to do that because I know that at the end of the two years, if I had done absolutely nothing, I don't know what I would have done to myself you know what I mean because yeah. life would just not have been worth living at that point especially yeah. after going through hell so I'm happy one thing you're I, still mm-hmm. here with us thank you thank you I appreciate that for sure and for everybody that's listening that's ever had any struggles like I'm yeah. happy that they're able to tune in and listen to it this because you know days pass challenges pass our our battles our emotions they all pass because there's people that are willing to kind of send the ladder back down and there's people that are love and light and stuff like that when we feel like that yeah. is impossible um but really just treat like if, if even if it's you know you can't relate to my experience of potentially ha- having to face jail time but if you can imagine what that would be like what would you do with the next 2 years you would not sleep in tomorrow You would not, uh, you know, close your laptop early when you didn't finish that page of a book that you said you were going to write. You know, you would really use that time and be grateful for your freedom, be grateful for your health. And that's all that I did. Um, So, you know, use that pain for power and run with it because that's all that I did is I knew that I had two amazing years that were not behind bars and I had a point to prove especially to a lot of people that doubted me during that hard, dark time, right? Not everybody always sticks it through. Um, So just be very grateful. And for your health, your freedom, tomorrow, don't sleep in. (laughs) And do what you need to do in order to know that in two years, you are going to be in a better place. Because I know, actually, after those two years, which is actually only about a year or two ago, um, I was in a much better position. And obviously, that set me up for where I am today. So just keep on going forward.
0: Love that! Thank you, thank you so much. No problem for giving all of these keys and gems and words of encouragement. Um, you've in, you've already inspired me through your <laughs> socials, and Amazing. Like, this conversation has just left me feeling so full. So thank you, and no problem. You know, we as young entrepreneurs coming up need to understand that individuality is not what the real race is about but mm-hmm. the more everyone builds together that's where mm-hmm. the true success lies Entirely. So, thank you so much downtown don't waste no time waste any time with negativity shonda
1: Oh, don't waste no time with negativity. Uh, My friends and family will tell you that is one of my strong suits. Um, Yeah, I definitely don't waste no time with negativity. Uh, What do I do? Honestly, if you've ever read that book, um, Subtle Art of Not Giving a... Excuse me, I don't know if we can swear on your podcast, but it starts with an F, ends in a K. Oh, but you can, subtle- girl. Okay, girl, don't waste no time. <laughs> subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. That
0: book. Um, Amazing, I hear great yeah, reviews. Yeah,
1: I love that book, and I think I left out the part about like subtle art of not giving a fuck. I just read the Art of Not Giving a Fuck part, right? So <laughs> it's very easy for me to not, uh, not take any time Uh, just off the fact that I know I shouldn't and I have better things to do with my time and my energy. Uh, So it is as simple as that, um, you know, to just do something different with your time. Like, you don't need to explain yourself to people. uh, You don't have to feel sorry for the way you're feeling or what you want to do. And I just don't take any time on it. Like, you literally, like, your hashtag is perfect for that question. Like, don't waste no time on... Uh, bad energy. Yeah. Um. It's literally as simple as that. Just knowing that line, and for you to acknowledge that, you better be doing something different with your time instead of uh, figuring out what you could uh, else you could be doing. It's literally just you know turn around, next conversation, shh, close your phone, turn it mm-hmm. off, whatever fruit, you need to do. Mind your
0: business. Mind your business. <laughs>
1: exactly. Don't waste no time
0: with negativity. Well, that she hustle for this week. Please, everyone, get in contact with Shandell. Um If you don't hear back from her, you're just not ready. Point blank, <laughs> <like>, period. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank
1: you. And I look forward to now hearing all of your episodes in the future.
0: Thank you so much, girl. That means so much to me. It's of not course. Easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm envious of a podcaster. I've always wanted to do it, I just never took the leap.
0: Hey, whenever we'll you want to come and guest and air vent out, you are always welcome to downtown.
1: Okay, cool. Might have to start with a guest feature then in person with you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: That Hustle for this week. Please let me know what are your thoughts. Um, let me know. Thank you again so much, Shandell, for just taking the time to have such an open conversation. And as I said, once again, She Hustle is all about being a source of motivation and inspiration to everyone. So I've definitely, as I said, left feeling full and inspired. I hope you were able to take something away from that conversation. And if you really feel like, you need someone like Shandell in your life, please feel more than free to contact her. She is an amazing person, and I feel like I will definitely vouch for her from downtown that that is someone you should get connected with. Now, let's move on. Now, let's get into some things while we eat fruit and mind your business eat fruit and mind your business eat fruit and mind your business (laughs) now this week has been relatively okay with me and um i give it like a 3.7 star rating (laughs) but um unfortunately I must share that um, this week, early Sunday morning, we ha- have said goodbye to the artist most famously known for his song Lucid Dreams, Juice World. Um, it's very sad. Rest in peace, Juice World. I'm not going to sit here and act like he was my favorite artist, but it is someone that I definitely was starting to feel like. He definitely has a talent there and I'm interested to get to know him more. Um, A lot of things have been circulating in the news and I don't, I didn't really want to, I don't want to approach this in a gossipy sense. So these are the things that I would just like to say and leave it at that. Um, It's really disappointing to I don't know what is true and what is not true I'm just going off of articles I've read and until you know everything gets sorted out we can only deal with what's kind of being put out thus far and I'm really it's really heartbreaking that as a 20 21 year old young man um from Chicago have your fun you're an artist you've had more money than you've ever had in your life you you're with someone that you love a lot of things a lot of things going on that a lot of people can say from the outside oh if i had that type of money if i this if i that i would this is that great but until you have it to be honest i really seen how people can get like huge sums of money or something in a whole different part a whole different essence to their character Telling you, telling you, you see what I'm saying? It's like a dangerous, like, disease or a dangerous, like, spell that you get. That, yo, know, if, it's, if it's not the right individual, it's gonna be a heck of a ride. See what I'm saying? And I say that because hearing that, um, allegedly it was Juice World's pilot that snitched on him and kind of let. TSA and everyone know on his private jet that um, they had like a humongous amount of pounds of marijuana on the plane. They had guns. They had um, pills. And I'm not ignorant, but to me, just generally hearing, them, I'm like, "Oh, it right, sounds like a good time." because you're going to Chicago. Like, I don't think men expect him to go there without being protected, especially with everything going on. Anyways, his birthday had just passed. And apparently he was on his way to his birthday party in Chicago. This is just so sad. This is just so sad. Like, rest in peace, man. Praying really for his family and friends. And surrounding that now, you hear that, like, I don't... This is the part that starts to get a little bit shaky. But allegedly, somewhere in the mix of them landing or getting off the plane... Juice World took about 11 pills. Now, there's a lot of speculation, so don't take a guaranteed word from me to say, oh, he took it because da 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 da. But it seems like, for me personally, my opinion is that, you know, he heard Biden, whatever, and then he kind of got nervous and was like, yo, that's like a lot of time. And for whatever reason, he just gulped about 11 pills um they were described to be of the opioid family but then it's just really sad because it's just like young man like for me I feel like if that was the situation and seeing where I'm at in life like I'm not I'm not giving up on everything there's no way I think that he thought he could take that amount and his body wouldn't have reacted the way that it did but you know as a, at, at the same time as a 20 year old man your brain isn't fully developed to a certain degree and you're taking things like this that that fucks with your chemical balance so once again you have to overstand and just hear what i'm saying you know and it's unfortunate that i feel like i do personally blame the team because the way I'm I've been raised and grown up here in Toronto Canada like that shit's whack that shit's stupid like you know we don't become fiends we sell the fiends like as harsh as that sounds I'm just giving you my reality and it's just sad that this is the age where man's want to promote this type talking about Sanny's and all these things in their music and taking pills and all this stuff like to me that's so whack like you guys have to stop. You guys have to calm down. Like there's been now for 2020 too many young people's lives have been gone up to this date and now ending at the decade where it's just like, yo, like nobody is safe. Like you guys smarten up, value your body for real, eat fruit, mind your business. Like there's so many different things you can do um, that. I just feel like that's not the route you need, you know, and it speaks to, A deeper conversation of just so many things I can get into like yo as a regular job and someone that I've worked obviously in the corporate field and it's like okay you do your probation period your 90 days average at jobs and then after that you get like your benefits you you have access to a counselor there's always some sort of aid as to who you can speak to And why are these labels creating these deals and healthcare things in that realm, especially in a day and age when they're losing bear artists, bear overdosing, bear seizures are guaning? And nobody is putting these in the contract to be like, yo, we have an in house person to this or whatever the case is. Like, we need these things to change. We need these things to adjust because just like the NBA or the NFL, I look at these organizations these master organizations that like they it's just to rinse us as minorities and like entertain you know blonde hair blue eyes so it's just like we need to spartan up we need to educate ourselves we need to not stay quiet we need to know that you are you need to know that you are loved there's always someone you can call and you can speak to like never like don't give up just don't give up like for real young people please please I'm begging you guys just take time like just live your life it's not a huge rush you know this opioid epidemic is out of hand it's not cool to take these things love your body so I don't want to get too deep into all that you know things got really sad I'm sorry but R.I.P. to Juice World. I just I want to share like positive things now. Where I remember like seeing his freestyles. I think was it Tim Westwood? He went to yo. This man did like stupid amount of songs all consecutively, just freestyling off the head. Like he was so talented, and it's very rare that I find like this generation coming up where a lot of like the older heads are complaining about the fact that a lot of these artists are not up to standard so um i'm happy to have seen like along with the yb and cordes i felt like lucid dreams was of that caliber now as well um recently there was the billboard music awards woman music awards and um Among some of the winners obviously was Queen Nicki Minaj and she made a speech and spoke to some true things regarding Juice World, And I just wanted to share a bit of it with you guys. So here it is.
2: Great conversation with him one day. And while we walked to the stage, he held my hand and told me to stay calm and to pray. He said he had been trying to do just that. I was so shocked to hear him of all people tell me that, but right there in that moment with him telling me that I actually did feel calm and I felt like, hmm, what am I actually worried about?
0: She's pausing here.
2: (laughs) I felt like he was a kindred spirit. And looking back now, I wish I did something differently or said something. Um, To help, he spoke to me in detail about how in love he was with his girlfriend and um, how passionate he was about music. And when he was in the studio with me, he did so many songs so quickly. He was honest and pure about what he felt, and that inspired me.
0: Yeah, so that was just a snippet of some of the kind things that Nikki had to share. And that is honestly a representation of what i've been seeing on social media and a lot of like other celebrities and people just speaking on their experience with him and it just makes me even more sad because clearly it's exhibiting too there was a deeper like nobody's just taking drugs to take drugs there's always some sort of void that needs filling so once again praying for him and his family and his fans and you know you really want to support him obviously you don't reach to him play his music stream his music i'm sure that will assist in a this family in some way um so as i said young people you have a choice you are the future just please you guys smarten up like it's not cool to be a fiend um don't let these pharmaceuticals win <laughs> eat fruit and mind your business that's kind of all I really um, wanted to say for this week I just really wanted to discuss that Um, as well I will I don't want to get too much into detail because I want to discuss it for next week but um, Taylor Swift also did when was it like billboard music woman of the year something like that of the year and (laughs) and it's not funny she really went in depth with her speech guys like she was calling names shots fired so i just wanted to take a bit of time to just kind of see how this develops and opens up because she really like went there in her speech and um yeah before i just talk on it i just want to get more just to soak it in because it literally just happened so that's it for this episode leave a comment on your thoughts (laughs) i want to know what everyone thinks don't forget to Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Downtown World and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Downtown World as well. But most importantly, don't waste no time with negativity.